Ladies and gentlemen, if you're ready for some fantasy hockey streaming advice, it's time for the most styling, profiling, wheeling and dealing, jet flying, limousine riding podcast in all the land. It's the reigning, defending, undisputed fantasy hockey streaming champion of the world. It's the stream And gentlemen, welcome back once again to the greatest fantasy hockey podcast that focuses on streaming players for the upcoming week. It's the Stream Scheme. We won't be talking about your superstars like your Mika Zabanajads or your Mika Rantanens here. No siree, Bob. Here we get down to the nitty gritty, the dark depths of fantasy hockey that those other podcasts are too scared to touch. The Stream Scheme is presented by the greatest fantasy hockey podcast in the world, Keeping Carlson, and we often refer to the toughest league in the world, the Keeping Carlson Ultimate Patron Fantasy League, aka the Cupful. Hopefully everyone is coming off a win, not me, my team is back to losing again, but I can't be too upset because... Believe it or not, it's actually my fault. On a couple of days this week, I made the wrong call as to who to start and left a bunch of points on the bench. Not only that, but I also didn't take hints off the IR to get his points on Thursday. And don't get me started on freaking Rupe hints. I am personally going to travel down to Dallas, Texas and fist fight him if he keeps up all this game time decision baloney. And once I get done with you, Rupe, you'll be straight up out instead of day to day, okay? So make up your dang mind. But before we get into this week's streamer picks, real quick, we got to review how we did last week because we are all about accountability here on the stream scheme, even on the bad weeks. Zach Sanford, just an all-time bad beat here on Zach Sanford. First, the Blues game on Monday gets canceled because LA can't get out of Colorado on account of the snow. Then he gets injured on Friday's game and he doesn't play on Saturday, so what should have been a great schedule with great opportunity turns into essentially a game and a half, obviously in which Sanford didn't score anyways. A lesser man might say, hey, he had a postponed game and he got injured. You know, it'd be easy to say that this pick doesn't count, but I'm a man of honor and I don't want that kind of bad juju on me, so I'm calling this a loss on Zach Sanford. Dylan Dubé had one of the weirder weeks I can ever recall. He was an easy win for us. You know, he got three points in four games. But in his last two games, Dubé absolutely fell off a cliff, only playing in like six minutes and he's not injured. Maybe I'm missing something here, but the only thing that I could find was that Dubé was benched, essentially. Uh, coach, are you new here? Dubé is one of your best players, brah. But needless to say, we will take the dub. But you can probably drop Dubé at this point. You don't want someone who's getting benched on your team for a streamer. Colin Blackwell only had one point in four games this week, despite still skating alongside Panarin and such. So I have no idea. I'm just completely ice cold on Rangers this year, apparently. How do you not pick up a point in that game where the Rangers just absolutely embarrassed the Flyers? Nine to nothing. Nine goals, and you can't even pick up a secondary assist for me, brother? Good 
grief. I don't want to say Blackwell is dead to me because he was never really actually good enough that I should have actually felt good about that pick, but still disappointing nonetheless for Blackwell. Big loss here, and you can safely drop Blackwell off your squad. Philip Deneau, oh, you didn't know. Well, you better call somebody. Philly Deneau just straight killed it for us this past week, scoring four points in four games. Deneau even had six shots in his last game. If you picked up Philly Deneau, or maybe if he's even still available in your league, I gotta say you probably want to pick him up or hang on to him if you did pick him up, as this next week, the Montreal Canadiens have another great schedule. And so hopefully, Philly Deneau can keep it rolling for us. Tyler Johnson, I have no idea how your team can be so good and Tyler Johnson is so bad. It defies logic. It defies reason. The Lightning scored 13 goals this week. You can't luck your way into a few points, buddy. I guess I should have learned my lesson by now and need to stop picking streamers just because they have a good schedule because really there was no other reason to pick Tyler Johnson. It was just a straight schedule grab. So yeah, I'll take the L here and hopefully I'll learn my lesson this time but probably not next time someone plays five games in a week i'll probably grab him again i regret nothing eric cernak speaking of straight schedule grabs eric cernak was a loss for us as well tampa bay has just not been good to us this year and to go along with the me not learning my mistakes thing eric cernak had five points in his last four games before i picked him so clearly he wasn't going to score any points for us this week and he did not uh, he doesn't shoot or block either, though, so it's a big, fat loss here for Eric Cernak. Alexander Romanoff, a loss here as well. I guess it doesn't matter which coach is in Montreal or which players ahead of him on the depth chart are injured. They just flat-out refuse to give Romanoff any kind of decent ice time. Does anyone know if there's an actual reason why Romanoff can't get any good ice time? I mean, what's going on? Two separate coaches now. It's unreal. But needless to say, it's not a second time this year that Romanoff has failed us so I think we can safely say he's not gonna get another opportunity this year but in the future who knows Ryan Lindgren makes us zero for three on defenders this week I really never should have opened up my big dumb mouth a couple weeks ago and bragged about how I was absolutely crushing it with my defensive streamers this year because ever since then I have regressed back to the mean hard Lindgren sucked he will continue to suck and I think it's safe to say that no one should ever roster Ryan Lindgren ever again. Jonathan Druin, the shallow league streamer of the week, came up big for us with three points in four games. The Canadian forwards were some of the only streamers who cared this past week. No one else did. I'm glad I followed my gut there and banked on the Habs to rebound at least a little bit, and they did this past week. Too bad Romanoff couldn't luck his way into a few points to make us three for three on Habs, but hey, at least if you picked up Jonathan Druin, you did pretty good. And like I mentioned for Philly Deneau, the Habs have a pretty good schedule this week as well, so you're going to want to pick up Druin if he is still there in your league or hold on to him if you picked him up. Evan Rodriguez, two points in four games with a game in hand today to play on Sunday, so that counts as a win here for Evan Rodriguez. Now, obviously, Malkin got hurt, which quickly put an end to Rodriguez's scoring ways, so hopefully when you saw that happen, you cut bait on Rodriguez after that. But either way, I'll take the small victory here on Rodriguez this week. But yeah, you can definitely drop him from your team if you haven't already. So that makes us four for 10 overall this past week, so that's a loss for us 
plus overall for the week unless I don't know Tyler Johnson goes bananas or something today on Sunday but I highly doubt it although last week if you noticed Alex Iafalo did end up scoring on Sunday so that overtime loss turns into a win so for those keeping track at home that loss this week brings us to six and two on the year so far gotta do better will do better this week. But enough pitter-patter, let's get at her. Next up, we're going to look at the schedules for the upcoming week starting on Monday, March 22nd, 2021. On Monday, we have 20 teams playing, 10 teams play on Tuesday, 12 teams play on Wednesday, 22 teams playing on Thursday, 10 teams playing on Friday, 22 teams playing on Saturday, and 14 teams playing on Sunday. So virtually identical to last week where Monday was the busy day and Tuesday was the slow day. The only difference this week being that Sunday is a little bit busier with 14 teams playing, which technically is an off day game, although it's in that gray area of 14 to 16. So make sure you check your lineup that day to make sure that a streamer will indeed start for you on that day. The best schedule of the week, I already mentioned it, it's the Montreal Canadiens who once again have a great schedule. That's three weeks in a row now the Habs have had a good schedule you love to see it. The Canadians play four times this week on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, but unfortunately no streamagamis this week as Monday is indeed a busy day, but still that's three off day games out of four total this week. Not only that, but the Habs play the Oilers three times and then the Senators on Sunday, so some pretty good matchups for some points, one would think. After that, we've got some teams with pretty good schedules this week. The Anaheim Ducks also play that Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday schedule. They just play some harder teams. And then there's a ton of teams that play four times with two off-day games. So many, in fact, that I'm not going to name every single one, but just know if you see a team playing four times this week, odds are they have a good schedule. The worst schedule of the week is a three-way tie between the LA Kings, the Toronto Maple Leafs, and the Vancouver Canucks. All of those teams only play twice this week, and so get rid of any fringe Kings, Leafs, or Canucks you've been hanging on to and pick up some streamers this week instead. After that, we have the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Pittsburgh Penguins, the New York Islanders, the Minnesota Wild, and the Carolina Hurricanes all only play just three times this week with only one off-day game in there. So especially if you picked up some of those streamers from the Lightning or the Penguins, Last week, make sure you drop those guys for new streamers this week. So without further ado, let's get into our streamer picks this week. Up first, for our top forward streamer pick of the week, it's Ellie Tulvenin of the Nashville Predators. Tulvenin has been a little bit of a roller coaster. He was hot. People were adding him a couple weeks back, but then he fell off the top power play and everyone dropped him. Well, guess what? Tulvenin is back getting that Primo Deploymento, playing on the top line with Philly Fours and that terrible excuse of a hockey player, Ryan Johansson, and Tulvenin is getting the top power play time once again. Tulvenin has no points in his last two games, but he's still shooting a decent amount, and obviously he's seeing good minutes since he's top line, top power play. Mix all that up and add to the fact that the Nashville Predators have a pretty good schedule this week, playing on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, so four games total with two off-day games in there, and the Preds play the lowly Red Wings and the slumping Blackhawks as well, so hopefully they're able to put up some good points this week, and I believe Ellie Tolvanen will get in on that scoring as well. Tolvanen is only rostered in just 5% of Yahoo leagues right now, so pick up Ellie Tolvanen this week. My next forward streamer pick is Jason Robertson of the Dallas Stars. 
Who in the world is Jason Robertson? I have no idea, but apparently more people know about him than Eli Tolvanen because Robertson has a higher rosterage than him at 6% compared to Tolvanen's 5% in Yahoo leagues. But it is for a reason. Jason Robertson is getting incredibly good deployment down there in Dallas. I don't want to say he's getting primo deploymento because I'd call Ben and Pavelski the top line, but Robertson is getting to play with them on the power play. Kind of weird that he's playing with them on the power play, but not at even strength. Either way, though, Robertson is playing with a great line at even strength alongside Gurionov and Rupe Hints, providing that Hints actually plays. Rupe Hints, are you hurt or are you injured? Frickin' pick one because I've had it up to here with this never-ending game time decision malarkey. But I digress. Hard to get a better opportunity here than Robertson has right now. He's getting a boatload of ice time. He's shooting the buck a bunch. He does have three points in his last three games, so he might be due to cool off this week. But I can't pass up the great deployment he has right now for Robertson. And when the Stars play four times this week with two off-day games in there, it means time to pick up Jason Robertson. My third forward streamer this week is going to be an old friend we haven't heard from in a while, so we're giving him the call this week. It's Nick Schmaltz of the Arizona Coyotes. That's right, our old pal Schmaltzy was having a pretty good season. Then he recently had a five-game pointless streak that saw him fall back down into streamer range. Wish we could have caught him at that point, but Schmaltzy has scored two points in his last two games, and the reason is that he's now getting the primo deploymento. That's right, Schmaltz is playing on what I consider the top line in Arizona, playing alongside Clayton Keller and the electric Connor Garland at even strength and on the top power play as well. The shots for Schmaltz are a bit inconsistent, so we are relying that Schmaltz will score for us this week, but I think the Coyotes are due for some points this week as they play four times on Monday, Tuesday, Friday, and Saturday. So four games total with two off day games in there. I like our chances with Schmaltzy this week. He's only rostered in 13% of Yahoo leagues. So pick up Nick Schmaltz. My next forward streamer, we're going back to Calgary for the second week in a row, but this time I'm going with Mikhail Backlund of the Calgary Flames. As I mentioned earlier, when we were going over my Dubé pick from last week, there is some weird stuff going on in Calgary. Unlike my first three picks this week, Backlund is actually not getting good deployment. It's Calgary, so we know he's not going to be on the top power play. But he's also not playing with Johnny, Monty, Lindholm, or Tuchuk at even strength. Backlund is firmly entrenched on that third line, but what Backlund is getting, though, is monster minutes. For whatever reason, they're playing Backlund's line like crazy. He's getting like 18, 19 minutes a game. He's also been shooting a boatload. Backlund hasn't shot less than twice a game since February, and he's putting up points to boot. Five points in his last five games for Backlund, so he's hot. He's putting up big minutes, big shots. Add all that to the fact that the Flames have one of the best schedules of the week, playing four times on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Plus, they're playing the Senators and the Jets this week, so I expect some points to be had in Backlund to get in on that scoring. Backlund's recent hot streak has got him noticed as well as his rosterage has climbed up to 17% in Yahoo leagues. So pick up Mikhail Backlund while you can this week. My last regular forward streamer pick this week is old man Scott Lawton of the Philadelphia Flyers. Now don't get me wrong, the Flyers stink. Have you ever seen the Flyers win the cup? I guarantee no one listening to this has and they won't win it this year either. Flyers are out here getting absolutely disrespected by the Rangers of all teams. So why am I going with 50 
57-year-old Scott Lawton, even though the Flyers play the Rangers twice again this week? Well, first off, the Rangers ain't that good, regardless of whatever wallop they put on the Flyers last week. And secondly, if my pick is going to jinx a team into playing terrible, I'm glad it would be the Flyers because I love watching the Flyers lose. And if the Flyers do put up points this week, I bet Lawton gets at least a couple points in there. It's a win-win, people. 63-year-old Scott Lawton is rostered in 17% of Yahoo leagues, which actually is kind of bonkers. Why do so many people have Scott Lawton on their team? It's a riddle that may never be solved, but why not pick up old man Scott Lawton this week? My top defensive streamer pick this week is Adam Bokvist of the Chicago Blackhawks. Pretty simple here. Bokvist is a top power play QB in Chicago, so I want him as a streamer. Not as a season-long hold necessarily, because unfortunately Bokvist hasn't been able to do much with that top power play recently. No points in his last three games, and unfortunately DUE doesn't really work for defenders as much as it does forwards. However, I I do think that Chicago bounces back a little bit this week with four games against the Panthers and the Predators, and so I like the Blackhawks to hopefully put up some points this week, and if Bokefist can get in on a point or two, that should be good for us here. And he's probably going to have to for this pick to hit because Bokefist doesn't really get perifs. But at only 14% rostered in Yahoo Leagues right now, if you need a defensive streamer, you could do a lot worse than him. So pick up Adam Bokefist this week. My next defensive streamer is Noah Hannafin of the Calgary Flames. Noah Hannafin has been sneakily really freaking good lately. He's only got eight points on the year, true, but five of those points have come in his last eight games. And I'm fully aware that typically that means Hannafin won't score any points this next week but as I mentioned earlier I love the Flames this week they play four times total with games against the Senators and the Jets so theoretically there should be points to be had and hopefully Hannafin can get in on a couple of those but even if he doesn't score this pick isn't necessarily a loss as Hannafin does have the ability to put up good perifs as well he's only 3% rostered in Yahoo leagues right now so if you love the Flames as much as I do this week why not pick up Noah Hannafin for my last defensive streamer pick this week I'm going with Yanni Hockenpah of the Anaheim Ducks. My reasoning for picking up Hockenpah is pretty simple. He's got a great name, Hockenpah. Just a lot of fun to say. Not just that though, Hockenpah is your typical Perif's beast. Just a single assist all season long on the year. But Hockenpah still has 78 kickupful points, so you know that that man is putting in work for us bangers and mash folk. So the Perif's will be our base for this pick, so all he has to do is luck into pretty much a single point in this pick is probably going to hit. Now, obviously the odds are against us because Hockenpah only has a point in one of his 32 games so far this year. Uh, we're not the only ones who believe in Hockenpah, though, as he is rostered in 15% of Yahoo leagues. And of course, Anaheim has one of the best schedules of the week playing Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. So if you need a defender that can fit in for you on those off day games this week, then why not take a chance on Yanni Hockenpah? For my shallow league streamer of the week, I'm going with Paul Stastny of the Winnipeg Jets. I just can't quit Paul Stastny. <laughs> He's getting absolute primo deploymento. And I mean, if we were to tier the different levels of primo deploymento, Stastny would be in that top tier because he's playing with freaking Shifley and Wheeler, both at even strength and on the top power play as well. But Stastny never actually truly takes advantage of it, which is why he's still only rostered in just 25% in leagues. 
He's got 18 points in 31 games so far this year, but he is pointless in his last two, which we like to see. And with one of the best schedules of this week, playing on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday against the Canucks and the Flames, I think Stastny can pick up a couple of points for us this week. So why not pick up Paul Stastny and see if he can deliver for us again this week. And lastly, for my ludicrous streamer the week we've got ryan donato of the san jose sharks just an all-time pittsburghese name if i've ever heard one donato doesn't necessarily have the best deployment playing on the third line in san jose and his minutes are certainly not ideal as they fluctuate uh he played 15 minutes in his last game then in the two games before that he played just eight and ten minutes respectively the saving grace here is that the main reason why we're rolling with Donato is because he's on the top power play. So at least for now, um, he's very power play dependent because if he gets bumped off that, this pick will probably fail. But I'm banking that he sticks on that power play. And in a week where San Jose has one of the best schedules of the week, playing on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday with two games against the Kings and two games against the Yotes. I like the Sharks power play to score some points this week and hopefully Donato can get in on that. He's a ludicrous streamer so you know he's going to be available pretty much everywhere as he's rostered in just 1% of Yahoo leagues. So if you're in a deep, deep league take a chance on Ryan Donato. So there we have it. To recap our streamers for the week starting on Monday March 22nd, 2021 are the following. Forward streamers Ellie Tolvanen, Jason Robertson, Nick Schmaltz, Mikhail Backlund, and Old Man Scott Lawton. Our defensive streamers are Adam Bokvist, Noah Hannafin, and Yanni Huckenpah. Our shallow league streamer of the week is Paul Stastny, while our ludicrous streamer of the week is Ryan Donato. Good luck to everyone this week. Feel free to hit me up on the Keeping Carlson Patron Discord server or on Twitter at NHL Streamski. Thank you once again, everyone, for tuning in. And remember, you don't have to listen to me, but your league mates will. See you.